Hey there, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. I'm Jake McLean, and I'm your host. I've taken the last couple weeks off to uh, get over the, uh, or make it through, rather, the August crazies. And now that things are settling down, we're back with some new episodes. Lots of fun things coming up for the podcast this week on the show. I work with my grandfather to celebrate his 80th birthday by sharing a little bit about his own life story. Uh, We have some family that jumps on the show to kind of talk about how things have been growing up. And so I'm excited to share that with you all today. I will warn you that some of the episode is in Spanish and it is not translated. And so you can do what I do and listen for some key context clues to help you understand what is going on. As some of you might know, I've been on this journey to try to connect a little bit more with my family's history, my background, my identity. And I thought there was no better way to do that than to connect with the man himself, my grandpa Victor Gonzalez. So enjoy this week's episode. Let's get to it. Because you didn't want a big party for your 80th birthday, uh-huh. uh, I told you that we would record your life story and put it out on the internet. So okay. you're, you're still okay with that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask you questions about your life uh, while you were growing up uh, with your family, when you came to uh, uh, the United States, when you met grandma, when you had all your kids, everything. Yeah. Okay. Everything is fair game. Good. Okay. So, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell me, but really the people who will listen, a little bit about yourself? So, where are you from? I'm from Doctor Gonzalez, Nuevo León, Mexico. And so, tell me about uh, what it was like to grow up in uh, in that town. I born August 12, 1939. I I born at noon. Right right at lunchtime. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the there was a music around it in my town recording what my mother says. And I born August 12, 1939, at noon. Yeah. Right at noon. Yeah, and, and, uh, I all, I always love music. Always. I love music. Yeah. Uh, and we was very poor because we don't have no money. Sure. But I, I dreamed that I was playing guitar already. Even when you were a little kid. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, when I was five, six years old, I dreamed that I, that I was playing for for the people, and singing at that at that age. Yeah. And my sister, my older sister, she had a voice like oh my god, she she had a voice like a movie star. She started teach me how how to sing and how to control the tune, mm-hmm. and she started uh, show me whatever she knows about music. Mm-hmm. In my in my hometown, I remember they called her when when the politicians come over from Monterrey. And they there was there was announcing for the Republicans, and they they hired my sister to sing, and they put uh, all the best microphones that they had available 
at that time. Mm-hmm. An old town here, my, my sister. And all the politicians, they, they told us this girl, this girl got something unbelievable in her voice. Yeah, something special. The way she controlled everything. Mm-hmm. She got a beautiful, beautiful song. Uh, and I never forget that that she was thinking so beautiful. And all these politicians, well, they know about it, and they hear, they hear her, her voice way up there. Mm-hmm. And then she started teach me how to sing, how to how to call first and second and third. The voice. Yeah. I never forget that. Yeah. And then I. I always remember that I start dreaming dreams when I'm going out of town, when I meet people that I never met before, mm-hmm. and they give me a lot of credits just the way I was, and I was feeling pretty good because. When the, when somebody pay attention to you, it's like when you sing. Mm-hmm. When you sing, you sing beautiful. You 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 really know how to control your voice. Well, you know, uh, I had a good teacher. <laughs> so, oh my God, hijo! And when I hear you singing. I enjoy it so much, oh my God, because I remember myself. And then I'm going to jump ahead. Okay. When I was 16 years old, uh-huh. I already played guitar. I play in a, in church and I play in a, everywhere. There was something to celebrate. I was there. Yeah. And then, when I was 16 years old, I remember I I met Grandma. And I come home and I told my mom. She was fixing me breakfast. And I says, I have to tell you something, Grandma, Mother. Go ahead, tell me, what is it? Well, I, I met this beautiful girl. When I met Gloria, she was so beautiful. Her 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 hair by way down, and then she she had a beautiful eyes. She was the best looking girl in town. Everybody that I know, they said this is the best looking girl in the whole town, Savannah. Yeah. And and we was very proud. And then I told my mother that I met this girl in the United States. How can I drink already Savannah when I don't even know? But I describe her like beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. And what did your mom say? Oh, she was she was very happy because. I describe her the way nobody else did. Why? Because God allows me to see in a dream who was she. Then she became my my wife, my my girlfriend. I happened to be engaged in a railroad. Mm-hmm. And somehow I I come to Savannah to work in Savannah. I don't know where, but in the railroad. And I started growing up there, and I be I, I was I become 
very familiar with with the family, mm-hmm. with Papa Jesse exactly, and there was so big big family. There was twelve of them, <laughs> twelve people, <laughs> and my mother used to make a big pounds of food. Like oh my God, I love it, and uh, Papa Jesse. He treated me like his own son. So how how old were you when you went to Savannah? I was I was uh, already. I'm going to between eighteen and nineteen. Between eighteen and nineteen. Yeah. So you're working on the railroad in Savannah. I worked in the railroad in Savannah, and I was so strong. And they they love me. They give me. A lot of opportunities. Yeah. The boss liked me because I was capable to do things that nobody at my age at that time was a, was capable to do. Right. So that was very good because I made good money. At that time, they only pay about two fifty an hour. But it was good money then. Yeah. With ten dollars, you can buy the whole, whole groceries for a week. Right. So I I got engaged with Gloria. And and I, I noticed that. Papa Jesse accepted me right away. Mama Mechi no. Mama Mechi want her to be. With somebody else important. I don't have a car. Only I only had play guitar and there was enough to control the family. So most of them they accept me right away. Uh-huh. But not Mama Mechi. Mama Mechi wants somebody else for with with more like a car and, and better job and everything. Mm. She wants her daughter to be in, in, engaged with somebody more important than, than, than I was at that time. Mm. But Papa Jesse said, no, he's my son. He protect me like his own son. And uh, the way I always heard this story when I was a kid is that there was somebody else that you had to you had to fight for grandma's heart. Uh, oh yeah. So what was that? Well, what happened? Me and Gloria got in, got it together. Uh huh. And I was very jealous for for anybody else to look at her the way that was so beautiful. And I go everywhere con la guitarra, cantar, y me aceptaban, y cállate. Y una vez me invitaron los músicos a que me subiera a cantar con ellos. Y ya estaba yo, mi novia, y le dije, acuérdate de una cosa. Yo soy muy celoso, le dije. Y tú eres muy bonita. Pero yo nomás te encargo que no vayas a andar andar coqueteando con somebody else. Because I won't allow. Bueno, entonces me invitaron que yo cantara y que me subiera a la donde estaba la orquesta, uh-huh. los músicos. Uh-huh. Y ella estaba sentada con su mamá allá abajo. Y la música empezó a... Y un hombre, un señor, se fue donde estaba Gloria. Y yo me, yo me quedé viendo, dije, ah, cabrón, este cabrón, ¿qué quiere? Y este, y este pelado le fue a preguntar a mamá Mecha que le diera permiso para bailar con Gloria. 
Y Mahamechi le dio el permiso. Yeah, go ahead. Y, y nunca lo hubiera hecho porque yo, yo me sentí tan mal. Como yo era tan celoso. Uh -huh. Y este la traía abrazada bailando. No, hombre, yo brinqué de arriba. Dejé la guitarra y brinqué hasta abajo. Y fui, la agarré y se la quité al, al pelado ese. Era un moreno, un mexicano, pero ella era la más bonita. Y ahí se dio cuenta mamá Meche y papá Jesús qué tanto podía yo hacer lo que hice, que fui y la quité al, al hombre donde andaba bailando ella. Y ese hombre me odió para siempre. Yo tenía que traer pistola porque él traía pistola. Oh my gosh. Y yo tuve que, yo tuve que, sí, porque yo sabía que, que ese hombre era de armas. Y en ese tiempo era muy peligroso andar sin armas. This sounds like a like an episode of a of a novela. Oh sí, y luego lo que yo hice, él se quedó bien bien impactado. Ah, oh my gosh. Y yo le dije a mamá Meche, ¿por qué usted hizo eso? Si ya sabe que yo soy el novio de Gloria. Y ya sabe quién soy yo. Que soy muy celoso. Uh -huh. Y ella es muy celosa. Porque Gloria también era igual que yo. Y ella me dijo, pues así como tú me estás diciendo, así quiero que te portes tú. Que no tienes que andar pensando en nadie más. Uh -huh. Que tú y yo somos... Y así luego, luego me enamoré yo de ella. Y, y mamá Meche decía que, le decía a ella que, que, que no, que yo no era partido para ella, que ella quería que alcanzar algo mejor. Pues todavía no tenía yo ni carro, nomás puro trabajo en el track. Y, y fue muy duro para mí. Cuando compré el primer carro fue porque mamá Meche me dijo, tú no traes ni carro y mira traes a mi hija. Ella es muy bonita, ella, ella tiene quien la, quien la prefiera. Y yo me sentía tan mal porque sabía que mamá Meche no me, no me aceptaba. Todos me aceptaron, menos Mama Meche. So, did Mama Meche, do you think she ever accepted you? No, she never accepted me. To be her, her, her boyfriend, no. Y cuando le dije yo, nos vamos a casar, para tal fecha, vamos a ir a México a casarnos. Porque tú eres mi preferida. Y ella dijo, sí, está bien. Pero mamá Meche no. No quería y no quería. Pues como quiera. Se hizo el viaje. Y ahí va el carro lleno de, de, de los hermanos. Y en Doctor González cuando llegamos. Pues todo el pueblo decía, oh, pues qué bonita mujer. A Víctor le tocó una mujer muy hermosa. Y sí, era muy bonita. Ahí está. Yeah. Picture still up on the wall. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Grandma, here you are, uh, sitting with us. What do you think about all this? Oh, he's just saying the truth. Yeah. Y, y ella me hacía caso a lo que yo le decía. Y ella me decía, así como tú estás diciéndome 
como me debo de portar, así te tienes que portar tú. Cuando vayamos a, a una fiesta, mira, tú y yo nomás, no variados. Y pues sobraba quien le, le, le pusiera el, de, el, el ojo, porque en realidad era muy bonita, Gloria. So, y, y la enamoré yo también porque ella se, ella se enamoró de mí también porque yo era famoso porque yo cantaba y, y la gente me aplaudía y, y, y me prefería uh -huh. pero ella decía que mucho cuidado porque en esa edad joven te sobra tanto al hombre como a la mujer le sobra partido. Y yo me acuerdo que yo tenía que andar en pistolado. Porque en ese tiempo. La, había la, la gente era valiente. Todos andaban en pistolados. Y luego yo, yo andaba con ella. Y, y, y me le pelaban el ojo los. Los malditos, los, los, los que de veras eran cabrones. Y yo tenía que andar armado porque, porque ellos andaban armados. Uh -huh. Y eran tiempos muy difíciles. Y el único que me protegía era papá, papá Jesús. Uh -huh. Porque él siempre traía su pistola. Y donde quiera que íbamos, él siempre me protegía. Y decía, este es mi muchacho, mi hijo. No, mi mamá me echó el Y Lalo, mi cuñado Lalo, que era de la edad mía, era muy celoso él. Él me veía y pues no, no me aceptaba. Él no me aceptó. Pero todos los demás sí me aceptaron. Porque yo cantaba, porque yo, y, y, yo, yo me enseñé para ser, para tener atractivo con ella, sobre todo. Y había muchachas también alrededor que pues, cuando yo cantaba pues se quedaban cállate. Y ella, y ella no le gustaba. Andaba más celosa que cállate. Mi hermana Carmela me quería tanto que quería bailar conmigo. Pero ella nunca quiso. Ella nunca quiso que, que yo bailara con mi hermana. Y yo tenía que decirle, mira hermana, I'm sorry, pero no, no puedo. Porque tenemos un trato ella y yo. Que ella va a ser derecha conmigo forever. Y yo voy a ser igual con ella. Haz de cuenta a dos jóvenes. Y así pasó, así pasó mi vida. Pero fue muy difícil cuando yo me casé con ella. Porque mi mamá me echa, andaba muy pegadita detrás de ella. Y ella quería que nos separáramos. So, <coughs> Grandma, you're still, you're still sitting with us. So, uh, Grandpa said that uh, Papa Zeus uh, accepted him right away. Yes, why, he did. Why do you think that is? They got along real good. And Grandpa said he doesn't feel like Mama Mitya ever really accepted him. Do you think she did? I, I think she accepted him. She just uh, was, um, you know, she was going to miss me. I was, it's like she... 
was losing her right hand, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was a hard worker. Kept everybody in line a little bit. Kept everybody in line. Did washing clothes. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine washing clothes for 14 persons? No. I had to do that. Mm. And I, she I wore... remember when I was at your house, at your mom, at Linda and Dan's house, I was there and and uh, I did the clothes there and it got white and, <laughs> and your dad told your mom, oh, she better keep Keep staying here. <laughs> I had to wash clothes, you know. Yeah. And my mom would go upstairs, and then she'd call me, and she says, okay, I'm going to take a shower. Then I, I had to hang and do the food. That's how I learned how to do food. Mm. Everything. And my mom, she make a lot of food, you know. Tamales. Yeah. You know, just to feed four persons. Right. And she make everything. She make all kinds of caldo. She made everything. And I had a helper. So that's how I learned. Mm-hmm. And I always ask my mom, how come you don't make like lasagna or... Oh, no, that's uh, that's Italian food. We don't make that. We're Mexicans. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't say nothing. Yeah. And now we have a little bit of everything. <laughs> right. So... Uh, so let's fast forward a little bit more. Uh, so, uh, did you always work on the railroad or when did you stop working there and did you ever work somewhere else? I worked in the, in the railroad cuando llegué, cuando ya llegué casado, ya traía más compromiso yo porque ya estaba casado. Pero yo sabía que mamá Meche no me aceptaba todavía. Mm. Y ella quería que nos separáramos. Ella quería separarnos. Yo sé eso. Well, yeah, she was losing her assistant in the house. Yeah. 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 Y ella trabajaba y ganaba su dinero. Y siempre que, que sacaba el cheque, siempre me compraba algo a mí. Sobre todo camisas. Bien bonitas. Yo andaba con... Con las camisas más bonitas. Que ella, que ella podía comprar. Me las traía a mí. Y era un amor que... Olvídate. Uh, we were talking before. Uh, so, now you and grandma are married. So, uh, how old were you when you guys had uh, Uncle Jesse? A year later. Just a year later. She was 18 years old when she married me. And I was 20. So you were 21 and 19? No. You were 23. I was 23? Yes, you were 23. Oh. So, uh... So when you uh, first started having kids, uh, talk to me about that. You're building Jesse, your family. Jesse, born in Savannah, Illinois, on December twenty fifth. It was born the twenty fourth. What year is that, Gloria? Uh, nineteen sixty three. Yeah, mijo, mijo, born with with a hair. Three shoulders. <laughs> Hair to his shoulders. El doctor dijo, lleven este niño a que le corten el pelo right now. Grandpa's got to take him to the Nació con el pelo, güey. Big as... And I yes. went through heck with that because when I was eight months along, I was having real bad heartburns. Because uh. it was the heartburns of the hair. Oh, my gosh. And curly. It was curly. His hair was curly. Oh, yeah. Still is. Yeah, <laughs> still is. So, uh, <clears throat> so you were uh, pretty young parents. Yes. So, uh, just talk to me about how that process was for you guys trying to trying to figure it out. I had to call my mom all the time because I wanted to make sure I was doing the right thing. Yeah. And what about you? Well. Cuando nació Jesús Victor, cómo estabas? 
Uh, I was happy with Mijo. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It was my first. It's, it's when, like when you're born. Oh, my God, you make me so happy. Me too. I'm yeah. still happy. Yeah. So. We love you too much. Well, I love you guys too. So it was Uncle Jesse. And then it was Aunt Gloria. Yes. Then was it my mom? Or was it Uncle Ricky? Ricky. Ricky. And then Linda. My mom. And then Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth. So by the time you had all of the kids, uh, were you after Elizabeth, you were like, that's it. No more kids. <laughs> no. Uh, that Dr. Nash was my doctor. Uh-huh. Uh, just was born in Savannah, and my other four were born here in Moline. Moline. At St. Luke, St. Luke's Hospital. And uh, Dr. Nash told me if I would have more kids, I would make it. But if I had if I had the baby, I would, the baby would live. But I would not live. Oh, my gosh. So, I didn't want to have more kids. I had to take care of what I had. Five. Right. She said, you don't need no more kids. It's enough, five. <laughs> Everybody just has one or two. I said, well, my mom had 12. I don't think I'm going to go that far. <laughs> could you, um, and could the first Gloria died. Yeah, my first sister, Gloria, she died. So I pray for her. Yeah. So uh, I'm assuming that uh, Uncle Jesse was named after your dad? Well, he was born on the 24th, you know. on uh, So Jesus. Day. It came from there. Okay. And his name is Jesse Victor, one name only. Mm hmm And then, what about Aunt Gloria? Oh, he wanted me to call her Gloria. So her name was Mary Gloria. She's like mine. Yeah. And what about the rest of the kids? Well, it was after Gloria, who was it? Ricky? Ricky? Ricky. Ricky was... Ricardo. Ricky was my... my favorite. Well, Jesse was number one. Pero yo... De, de una... De, de cualquier manera, yo me enamoré de Ricky. Donde quiera quería traerlo a comprarle lo que quisiera y que... Yo, yo quería para mi hijo de vez. He was a talker, like... Lorenzo. <laughs> Uncle Ricky was? Yeah. Yeah, that does it. Yeah. Sorry, Uncle Ricky. No surprises there. <laughs> uh, and what about my mom? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Was next. My favorite. Your mother was... Oh. She was so smart, girl. Oh, my God. On the quiera que yo estaba cantando, ella estaba... Grabándome. Y estaba chiquilla y le decía yo, váyase, mija. No, decía. She wanted to hear it and uh, he would say, bring me a beer for, you know, Lorenzo or, ¿cómo se llama? Iliasad and his brother was there. His name was Ramiro. And uh, Linda was always right there. And Grandpa, he was making... Uh, Carne asada. He was making carne asada. Mm -hmm. I mean, what was your bacon? And I love. Linda to... wanted to be there in the top, but no, Victor kept saying, "No, because we were gonna." I don't know if he was gonna talk something prior. I don't know, but Linda, she was always there. She was right there. Yeah. And I used to, I used to purchase big heads of. Of a cow. Of beef. Mm -hmm. To make barbacoa. Oh my God. Yo la envolvía, o me la envolvía Gloria, y yo la, yo la cosía. No, hombre, yeah, salía. And then, well, we had all the side picadillos and all. Aguacate. All the sauce, mm -hmm. hot sauce. Mm -hmm. And picadillo, you know, like, that's why I got you that thing. Yeah. I got tired of cutting, you know. 
Yeah. Hey, get a ninja. Gloria, Gloria makes some flour tortillas. Fresh. Every every time when we marry. Every day in the morning she wake up. Three o'clock in the morning. And she was making tortillas for me to take lunch. Unos tacos pero riquísimos. <laughs> y, y todos mis primos, no, hombre, unos taquitos que llevaban. Gloria, me, 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 las tortillotas que hacía, no, me las llenaba de, de machacado o de beef. Oh, no, hombre, qué bárbaro. Unos aguacatones bien buenos. Yo traía el mejor lonche de, de todos. Pero ella, every day, se levantaba a hacer tortillas de harina. Bien sabrosas que las hacía. Flour tortillas and corn tortillas. Mm. Corn tortillas were for his breakfast. Flour was, was for taking his lunch. And then he'd give everybody tacos, so then, you know, I got tired of making a lot of tacos. Even his cousin Mario. Lleva three unas, tacos. Mario lleva unas tortillitas así. Corn tortillas, small. Pues unos taquitos dorados. No, hombre. They had this much meat in there. Jeez. Y se me arrimaba y se me quedaba viendo con los tacos. Yo, yo como quiera lo invitaron a le agarra su taco. No, hombre, una tortillota con un taco tenía. Qué va. Y luego el mayordomo llegaba, Víctor, aquí estoy, no, te, no me olvides. <risa> Andale, cabrón, taco. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> one of the, uh, how do I want to ask this? So think about, uh, from when you were growing up, when you were kids yourself, to then raising five kids. How did you? Uh, we were living in this house. Yeah. So just just talk to me about what it was like being a parent with five with five kids. Oh, we all eat together around the table. Gloria always make a lot of food because she 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 raised in her kid. house with all so many brothers mm -hmm. and sisters. I was the main cook. So, you said earlier, Grandma, that you were your mom's right hand. Right. Who was yours? Who was mine? Yeah. Um, I think all, all, all of them, all except for Elizabeth, she was spoiled. Oh, my God. Yeah, when she come home, and she was, everything was already done. Because mm -hmm. Jesse helped me. He would help me make tortillas. And make food, and so did Gloria and, and Linda. I made everybody wash dishes or clean. We had a clean for summer vacation, clean house. The walls every three months we clean. And then I would go and wake up your mom and Elizabeth and Linda. I had to scratch their feet. Hey, time to get up, go to school. So I take him to work, and I, I had a I had a Mustang. Remember we had the Mustang. He had the Mustang. So finally I decided to get him a bicycle so I could keep the car. Because I had to take the kids to school. And then I take him to school and Linda didn't want me to put my curls. Oh, she said, drop me over there in the corner. I says, no, I don't care who sees me. You're going to get dropped off there in the front and I'm going to make sure nobody takes you. That's right. So, couldn't change my mind. I was just the way I was, so. And what about uh, what about you, Grandpa, with your relationship with Uncle Jesse and Uncle Ricky? Real good. Yeah, we had it. We had it pretty good because uh, there was two different people between Jesse and, and Ricky. Ricky was very, very guy, very good guy. Él siempre andaba haciendo algo. 
en, 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 afuera trabajando, limpiando, cortando el zacate. Y Jesse pues era un carácter. Jesse es de un carácter, así como lo ves, cabrón. Well, you know, he went to the army, so when he came back, he was strict. Yeah. And uh, I had to cut him down, you know. Mm -hmm. I said, no, don't, don't be telling him what to do, and that's why I'm here. So. I thought me just when the boy Yeah, he was nice and skinny. Yeah. Nice looking boy. Yeah. Lo fui a dejar al, al bus. Oh my God, se veía tan bonito, amigo. So how long was Uncle Jesse in the army? Was it three or four years? Something like that. Something like that. And he he was a cook, and he made uh he made cakes for the what is it for the big shots, and he he charged him good. So uh, did he? Uh, so, like sign up and volunteer for the army? I think so. So when he came home and told you that he was going to go be in the army, what was your reaction to that? I don't like I I wasn't too happy. I know when, when my brothers, uh, when I was living was still with my mother and father, they, my mom would always tell me, now pray. I want you to pray because I don't want them to take her sons, you know, mm -hmm. seven. Pray for them. They don't take them. Okay, I prayed. So then when Jesse was going, I was praying so he didn't go, but it didn't work because he wanted to go. Mm. But it didn't work. But my mom said, no, you go over there and you're going to get killed. So, no, I, I really didn't want him to go. Yeah, when Jesse went, they sent him to South America. And that he was, was pretty, over there in Indonesia. That was pretty, pretty rough for him. Hmm. And they had told him that if he would go to the army and that they would pay for his school. But once he was in India, in the army, they didn't work that way. They did whatever they wanted him to do. And then they didn't pay for him to go to school. See, I told you don't go. You go to school here, and well, I, I always told him not to go, but he wanted to go. But they, he was mad because they didn't do what he wanted. Mm. So I, I don't believe really in nobody and the family going to the army or the navy. Mm. We was pretty lucky that no se llevaron a Ricky. Yeah, we're lucky nothing happened to Jesse. Yeah. And he, they, they, he was in, what was it, Indonesia, I think it was. And we was pretty lucky that they don't take you. Really? I was praying that they didn't take you either. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so. Sorry. No, that's okay. So, uh, when, uh, when your kids, it sounds like everybody was pretty close yeah, when they were growing close. up. But now we know that that's, <laughs> it's not necessarily the same case right now. Because everybody has their own, uh, how to act, you know? Yeah. So everybody's different. See how you got your five fingers? Yeah. They're not all the same, right? Right. So that's how the kids are. That You know, they turn out to be different and you don't realize it. Yeah. And once they're 18, well, you know, you can't tell them what to do. Well, you can try. Yeah. I try hard, I tell you. Mm. But it doesn't work sometimes. So, uh, looking back uh, over the course 80 years now, uh, what do you think, Grandpa, have been the uh, kind of the biggest moments, the best moments of your life? Well, well, you had a good job. You were, you were lucky. I always had a good job. 
you know, make good money at that time. Yeah. And my mother and my father always tell me how to be a good father, good family man. Don't ever leave you, your wife and your kids alone. There's no, no. You got to stay with them. No, don't ever tell you, you, your daughters or your, or your son, get out of the house. No. That's not the way Mexican people are. We, we want to keep the family together as, as much, as long as possible. And that's the way it was. Never. Mm-hmm. And then Ricky, oh my God, Ricky, Singa. One, one time I come back from Mexico. Yeah, we came back from Mexico. And Ricky had a brand new truck. I saw him in the... Uh, I said, what is it, Ricky? Where's my truck? And your truck? Yeah. No air condition. Brand new truck with no air condition. Oh my God, I was so upset. ¿Cómo fuiste a hacer eso, hijo? ¿Cómo fuiste a comprar una troca tan bonita sin aire acondicionado? Oh my God. Um, And I ended up paying for that truck. So, cuando... ¿Quién sabe qué, qué pasó que le saqué dinero yo de, de, un, de algo, verdad? Me acuerdo. Y, y así fue como pagué la troca. It was, you know, the year. I don't remember what year, but it was a nice truck. It was a beautiful truck. Just didn't have any air conditioning. Did no air conditioning. Oh, my gosh. You know, Victor has to have, he had a half air conditioning. Oh, yeah. And now, you know, when you're, you don't have it, we never had air conditioning. We had to open the windows and... Mm-hmm. So now that you're used to air conditioning, if you don't have it, oh, we got to have it. Mm-hmm. El Cadillac de ustedes no tenía air, air? Oh, yeah. Tenía, tenía heater y tenía air conditioning. My, uh, I had, my dad had a Cadillac, a black Cadillac. I don't think there's a cop a block away, but you know, oh yeah, we gotta go, put it on. You know, if, if I see the cop, I just put it like this, but I don't, I says, you know what, if this car gets on fire, I want to make sure I get out of it. <laughs> that's right. Really, you know, well that's uh, Marty's son. Yeah. He died in the truck. Oh no. Did you know him? I don't think so. Yeah, his name was Tommy. Tommy. And uh, he died in the truck. He had a nice truck. He had an accident, but... And he was spoiled. With another guy that, that was... At that time, in the same the same area. Mm-hmm. And they got... Head on. The scratch. Yeah. And, and, and Tommy burned... He got burned in the truck. Well, you know... If you do have a truck or a car, make sure that you have a knife or something to cut the belt, you know, cut, cut the belt. I don't believe in the belt. Right. I don't believe in it. Mm. But that's the law, so we gotta... Yeah. I don't really put it on. Just when I get in with you or Linda, oh, and Sally, oh. See, now you get, in, if you get in my car, the seatbelt signal won't turn off until you put your seatbelt on. Oh, So really? it, just, it just beeps at you. Until until you put the belt on, so I have to. <laughs> well, make sure that you have a scissors. 
or uh, sharp scissors I know. to cut the belt. Because yeah. if the car gets on fire, you're going to get burned in there. Right. You don't, want, you don't want that to happen. No. If you had, Grandpa, to give, uh, to give anybody some advice about how to be uh, a good family man, about how anything... What would you what would you say to somebody? I would say what what my mother and my father told me. Don't ever leave your wife and your kids alone. You you always be family with everyone. Keep your family together. It's a tradition of what we believe in. Mm-hmm. We don't believe to tell the, the kids, regardless who are they, to get out of the house. No. Don't ever do that. It's tradition of the Mexican people mm-hmm. to keep the family together. Y aquí en Estados Unidos, Es diferente. Ya la girl que tiene... 18 out. Y, y por eso se echan a perder. Hmm. And you can't be leaving your girls, you know, your daughters. Just go out, you know. Yeah. So, uh... If uh, if you could go back in time, uh, knowing what you do now, would you do anything uh, different? Well, the, the tradition, the custom, what we have in mind from the grandparents and all these aunts and uncles, there is the same thing. To to try to hold the family together. We don't have nobody different. Right. I don't know what you wanna be like when you get your own sons. Remember we talk about it? Yeah. I don't know the, the the tradition from your wife, parents, mm-hmm. the way they're raised, the way they believe. Hope they don't, they don't tell the people, get out. You're already 18, you gotta get out of the house. No, they all hang out together all the time. They don't? No, they're always together. Ah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's good because that's the way it should be, really. Because whatever you God have for you and your wife, they're gonna be whether it's a boy or girl. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna be reacting psychologically the way you got it in your mind. Yeah. I got, I got some good examples to follow. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. You'd be a happy man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there are people who are uh, outside of the outside of our family uh-huh. who will listen to this. So, uh, after all of this that we've talked about over the last hour, uh, what should they? What should they know about the about the family? The tradition. Whatever it is grandparents and all uncles and aunts from both sides of the family. The tradition is the same. Yeah. The culture is to get together. I, I gotta say something about it. Okay. Tell them. You can 
you can record whatever you got, whatever you have. And if you want to, to follow the tradition of the Mexican people from Mexico, they'd be nice. So you understand better the way we be rice. Yeah. And you can do it because everything is on TV. Yeah. I puedes ver a los héroes de México de la revolución. The heroes. A Pancho Villa. A, al, 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 al centauro del norte. Emiliano Zapata, uh -huh. Hidalgo, Morelos, todos esos que de veras eran ricos en sabiduría y en corazón. Porque el porfirista duró 35 años en el poder, ese presidente. Hizo muchas chingaderas porque todo lo que él decía tenía dominio para los dos partidos mm. y la gente mexicana sufrió mucho el porfirismo hasta que se hasta que se, se, se fue de México lo corrieron de México porque imagínate lo que pasó en 35 años de poder era un poder Que todo lo que él decía era, era, era como iba a ser. Regardless whether he was right or wrong. Uh -huh. Era el presidente y ahí se chingó todo. Fue cuando vino la revolución. Se levantaron los zapatistas y los villistas a pelear con, con el porfiriato. Era un, era un crimen lo que, lo que hacían con la gente. El, el pobre era muy pobre. Y el rico muy rico. Y el rico pues muy rico. Y ya los, los hijos de nosotros ya son de esa mentalidad, ¿verdad? Nada más que A, a muchos, como, como Linda, tu mamá, Gloria, ellos son más del lado americano, porque aquí, aquí nacieron. Uh -huh. Imagínate tu mamá, Tu mamá es una mujer que es puro corazón. And beautiful. And he's not just saying that because you're in the room. Right. <laughs> no, it's not true. It's true what I say. She's beautiful. Right? I say why they're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> And it's not because you're here. Y Gloria... Pues ya trae lo de mamá Meche, de sus abuelos y sus hermanos. Son tradiciones muy distintas, pero, pero la filosofía es la misma. Uh -huh. To keep the family together. Yeah. Es the main thing. Y eso es muy bueno porque la cultura... Es un, es, un, es un tesoro muy grande. Es un tesoro. All right. That's the end of the show. All right. Grandpa, Grandma, thank you for being on the show. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you to do that, Higito. I hope you had fun. I'm very proud of you. I appreciate it. I am too, mijo. You already know that. All right. ¿Van a comer? Yeah. Nelly.
Vayan a comer hoy. Listeners, thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Life, Leadership, and Laughs podcast. Remember that you can follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to subscribe to my speaking and coaching adventures by checking out the website at www.jakespeaks.org. You can also just follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram at MC Leadership Guy. Until next time, take care.